On the show today, I'm joined by incredible artist Dean Rankin. He's drawn for The Simpsons and Rick and Morty and illustrated a lot of kids' books. He's an utterly incredible artist and a lovely guy. Stay tuned for that chat. You don't want to miss it. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Benjamin May and McKay's Talk To Me. I'm your host Benjamin and I could not be more excited to bring you today's chat. I'm sitting down with Dean Rankin, he's an incredible comic book artist and illustrator. Uh, he's a lovely guy, we've had many a glass of wine and a nice meal in the time we've known each other and that is one really really good thing about this mini season. Uh, while people typically don't have projects to promote and I'm not talking to a lot of touring artists as much, I've actually got to sit down and uh, interview a lot of people that I've known for a really long time who are incredible creative professionals like Dean, like um, like Tash who we had on last time and uh, sit down and chat with them and have them on this podcast and get to share their stories with you. So I'm really, really thrilled about this this interview and this chat. Here's my interview with Dean Rankin. Enjoy. Dean, welcome to the show and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. It's good to be here. Now, you are in Melbourne right now, which uh, is probably doing the worst of the Australian cities when it comes which, to COVID. Socks, balls, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I'm in Melbourne. Um, I'm trying to think, we've been in lockdown for about eight weeks mm-hmm. now, which, so that means for us, so only one person can leave the house to go to the supermarket. Um, we've upgraded now, you can have two hours of exercise a day outside the house, mm-hmm. But um, you can't like catch up. I can. You can drive. You can be within five kilometres of where you live. You can't go any further. So um, it's a bit of a drag. And how are you coping? Because you're a social person, typically. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm like I am a bit of an introvert at the same time. So I do like my downtime. But even for me. It's, you know, I've, I reckon I've peaked. I've had about enough now. Mm. Um, you, I, like, you under, I understand completely why we're doing it. I'm all for it. I think it's the right thing. It's just hard. It's hard. I've got, like, my wife's working from home. She's in the other room. My kids have been doing school from home. Like, my son's doing grade six. My daughter's doing VCE. So it's a, kind of a shitty <laughs> like time for everybody to be, um, locked down in that kind of way, and and it, and it's affecting everybody in different ways. Like, I, I mean, just not obviously not just Melbourne, but like worldwide, mm. it's makes just everything's harder, you know. And it's yeah, it's been a tough year. It certainly has, and obviously you've you've got your family all at home there. How has how has that been? Because I'm not sure humans were ever designed to sort of have that much close contact. With other people. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We've actually been pretty good. I have to say, we've been pretty good. Um, so yeah, so I've got a studio space, which is really good at the front of the house. Kylie's been working. Um, my wife and the, she's been working in sort of the lounge room. My son's been at, at the dining room table, and my daughter's been working upstairs. So. It's um yeah look we haven't killed each other so and um so we all get on pretty well so under the circumstances I'm sure there's people who are doing a lot worse than we are that you know we we don't hate each other's company and we tend to just kind of go off and do our things during the day. Well, that that is good. And what mm. what do you think is the first thing that you're going to do when you're allowed to go out and do things in the world again? <laughs> Um, I don't know, the comic book shop would be kind of cool. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't know. Look, I, I'm, I really miss the conventions. 
Um, and so I don't know when they're going to be back up and happening again. Um, so I, you know, it's just, I think we're all sort of grieving in certain ways. So like, you know, I would love to go back to a convention again, but I just don't know when that's going to be. No, and um, that that is you know uh, an interesting thing to raise conventions because you and I met at a convention, I think about three and a half years ago now, which mm, yeah. is, it's a scary measure of time. Um, <laughs> and and we, we, this is very nice because often on the show I, I talk to people who I've I've never met face to face and have no rapport with, but you and I have yeah. spent many hours on stage doing panels to <laughs> one to yeah. ten people. It's you know they're always packed out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, packed houses, packed houses. We've done it before, um, and it's funny the, conv- the panels as well because sometimes they just feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again. Mm. Like you're kind of ask the same questions and you do your same kind of routine. And I always kind of think like conventions just at a ho- in a hole where like carny folk, you know, we sort of travel across the country and we do our do our tricks and our kind of our, our things, uh, <laughs> but. Um, um, but it's weird. So now it's really weird because I did, what was it? In 2019, I did 15 conventions. Um, and I think we got two in this year and that, and that was, and everything shut down. So, and that will be, I'd be very, very surprised if any got up this year. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like you had a completely different kind of lifestyle. That you know, I've, um, you know, had to have, I've had to kind of meet my children and, <laughs> and to go up. Oh, right. I remember you. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dad's home this weekend as well, and, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one. Uh, so it's, it, has, it has been a bit of an adjustment. Yeah, every, every weekend suddenly being very free, but also I think one of the things that bothered me about lockdown initially was that I've never had so much free time, but there's also n- nothing to do with that free time. Like if I'd had a holiday, I would have gone out and, and done things, but you're sort of sitting at home. Yeah. And I, I think you and I are similar in that we're sort of very project-driven people with a lot of typical things to do. You know, we, we keep ourselves busy. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And like, I know you had so many shows that you're going to be doing this year. And for me, I was like, you know, yeah, I was busy, busy, busy. And if, if I'm not busy, if I'm not doing stuff, I, I, I feel at a loss. I don't know what to do. Mm. And I got to get, I'm also depressed. Yeah, probably depressed. I, I, and I know that's unhealthy. I know that like I'm looking for, you know, some kind of external validation. I know that I shouldn't put all my efforts into working, but when I'm not working, it's like, you know, a little bit of time's off is all right. Mm. But otherwise, I just feel lost and pointless. So um, I don't think, you know, I think that's a lesson to me that I should never, ever retire because yeah. <laughs> because I would just die. But it's, um, yeah, it's, it's weird. And I don't know what you've been doing with your time outside of, like, I mean, how have you coped with not doing stuff? What do you do? I, it is, it, was, is it just is it just drinking? Is it just alcohol? Uh, for initially, yeah. Like, <laughs> there was sort of uh, the first sort of six six weeks. It was pretty much just just drinking. You're right, um, and, yeah, and then yeah. I sort of came around a bit. But I mean, I, I think on on sort of the flip side, I had over scheduled myself earlier in the year and I was, you know, I had like no breaks and there was no sort of outlook for a, a, a break. And you know, that that's not healthy either, but I, I prefer that to doing nothing. And yeah, it's, know, weird, oh, isn't it? it's, it's weird. just yeah. not sort of having the, like the regular things. And I think that 
even with with the conventions that that you and I do, like at least you know, you know, six weekends a year, you're gonna essentially, you know, you said it, put on a show. We're gonna do the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not having that, and then not having the regular shows that I do, and I mean, you know, this last week has really been the first week that I've been able to get back in, into even doing this show right now. You know, actually mm. being able to get back mm. to a studio and recording things again. So it's mm. it's been weird and on hold. I I watched well I have watched sixteen seasons of Law and Order Special Victims <laughs> Unit. Damn. I've never watched uh, so much TV in my life. Yeah, but in, in what do you do? You know, yeah. I don't, like it's part of this you know, the grieving process of all this is particularly looking at my friends in the performing arts who go, like, there's just nothing. Well, you know, there's like, I can't I can't do anything, you know. You see the people scrambling, go, oh, here's my, um, I'll do my YouTube kind of show mm-hmm. or something. You'll try, like, you can see people just trying to, look, it's like, because I, I think you and I are similar, like, if I, sorry to be a message on my phone, um, so if I was, if I'm not working, I feel like I'm, I've lost a limb. Mm-hmm. And I think the same for you and people, other people in the performing arts, if they're not performing, if you're not doing your thing, it's just such a, it's just a grieving process. You feel like a part of you is missing. And I and I hate to like, and I'm sitting back and I'm sort of seeing that in people I love, for my, like for my friends and who aren't able to do, who have this huge part of themselves missing. And it's awful. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think what's especially difficult about this scenario that we all find ourselves in right now is that there's no specific end date. It, it's not, no. you know, a bushfire season. You kind of go, it's going to be over in you know February or something. This, there's nothing to say that next February or next April we'll be doing shows and conventions again. I know there are a lot of people sort of planning for next year, and I've made some tentative plans, but I'm just, I'm not confident. No, no, no I think it can be, and I, I think until there's a vaccine. I don't. I think it will be one of those things that will just all pop up. Mm. You know, oh, shit, numbers are high again. Melbourne's in lockdown again, um, or whatever. You know, and I think that's um, it's that uncertainty. You know, maybe we, maybe I don't know. We we shouldn't be so confident in things happening anyway. Just do you know what I mean? Like yeah. just on a like you know on a philosophical kind of level, we have this. Oh well, next year I'm going to be doing this, this, and this. And you go, well. You know, so much of it is out out of our control and all we can do is, you know, do what we can. So, yeah. Yeah. I think there's going to be a a very uh, new appreciation for the little things. Like, you know, know, literally being able to have dinner with someone from interstate. Um, I think it's going to mean a whole lot more when it sort of comes back around. Yeah, yeah, I think so too, yeah. And And I do wonder how much it's going to, like, I think it will, this will leave a... Something permanent in us. Mm. I think about you know those like you know the old grandmother or great grandmothers who would always have flour in the pantry because they lived through the depression's kids or something. Or you know people who've been through wars, so you all kind of operate on a certain kind of way. That I truly believe that we're all going to come out with something like you know I don't know, you know hyper-awareness about germs or I don't know, whatever it is, that I think as a generation or a number of generations that we're going to, you know, I think it's going to actually, we're going to carry something with us. Hopefully it's not too bad, but we will have, you know, some kind of response from this, I think. 
I think you're right. And I think what's going to be really interesting as well is seeing how we react to situations we previously felt comfortable in. But, you mm. know, like, like a convention, for example, where you've got easily mm. ten to 20,000 people packed into... In, you know, not mm. huge spaces. How is that going to yeah. feel all of a sudden? Are people going to be comfortable? Exactly right. Like, I, I walk along the footpath and, like, you know, someone's, like, having got a mask on or something. I think, you know, just, or even just, like, if they're not respecting my 1.5 metres, so mm. I think, you know, you know, I'm giving them, you know, demon eyes to, you know, get them out of the way. So, yeah, you know, I, you know and right now in my existence, I just can't imagine being in packed, Kind of convention floor, and um, yeah, yeah. Not that I'm a big here. I have to say, I have to. I must admit, I, even though I'm, you know, you know, at conventions, I'm a bit of a performer and I'm doing my thing. I do like it on my side of the table anyway. Mm. You know, I always <laughs> think that it's kind of that's uh, it's my safe space away from the crowds, just a little bit. You know? Yeah, that's fair. But mm. I mean, mm. one interesting thing that most listeners probably wouldn't be aware of is that we were both at a convention like the weekend that things really went to shit. Yeah, yeah. How... Um, and that was... Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, I was sorry, go on. I was just going to how was that for you? Because I know I found that a very strange experience. Mm-hmm. I know, like, um, I think we were... I was on the way. It was like, I think it's even on the way to the airport or something, and I saw that... Oh, Tom Hanks has been, you know, mm. he's like on the Gold Coast and he had like, uh, and has COVID and, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to the, the Gold Coast <laughs> and, and uh, we're going to be staying in the same hotel, which we weren't, by the way. Um, but um, it was weird. And I, I think particularly the second day, it was like, to be honest, I thought, I just want to go home. I, and and on my the my flight, you know, I didn't feel like partying or, you know, normally I'd be, oh, let's go out, let's drink and, you know, mm. stay up till 3 a.m. Um, but it was like, I, yeah, I just wanted to go home. And I remember, like, my flight was kind of later and I just, you know, I just wanted to get out of the airport. And, like, the airport itself, like, was really, like, suddenly, I love, actually, I love airports. Mm. <laughs> airports, are, um, I'm always really like airports, but... That that experience at that time was like, oh, I just I don't want to be here. I don't feel safe. I just want to go home. Um, so yeah, so that was yeah, quite sort of uncomfortable. Um, yeah, and, you, and you can't, you're trying to put on a you know happy face or brave face, you know that kind of thing that we're having a good time. But yeah, it wasn't feeling it. I have to say. No, I mean I th- I think the the joy that we get from the next one, whenever that may be. Is, is going to sort of make up for that, I hope. Because um, the other last so. sort of two conventions that I did those two weekends were not pleasant times. There was a lot of stress. No, yeah. It was just like this kind of or like, almost like this underlying feeling of dread, I think. Mm. Um, so I can't quite put my finger on it. And I do, I'm kind of aware, I have kind of like sort of low-grade anxiety sort of all the time, and particularly sort of in social situations. And I try not to, like, you know, um, I try not to be too, oh, I have this feeling that things are going to go bad. I try not to, I, like, I purposely try to avoid going down that rabbit hole. But, yeah, just that, that vibe for that kind of period or, oh, geez, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not feeling it for, for what it's worth. 
Yeah, it's it's been a time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. how how has your work uh, as a comic book artist been affected by COVID? Are you sort of still operating from home as normal? Yeah, well, yeah. So, um, kind of yes and no. Um, I've always had to kind of scramble for work. So, um, you know, so like I'm working on something, so then I'm always pitching for something else, or and but all kind of so many of those avenues have dried up mm. or have you know like it's like to be to be surviving as a freelance comic book artist and illustrator is hard enough as it is but with covid like all so the publishers they they might still be producing stuff but it's at a reduced rate mm. so then the work is kind of more slim pickings um up until this point i've been pretty lucky i have to say though um i've been working on so let me do the plug so to me the ticked off pony is this book series that i've been working on written by Megha zabanski and um so that's kind of they're quite large books so there's a lot of work in them and so i just finished illustrating book three i think or when i say finished i'm still waiting for them approved by an illustration out of the 240. Um, so I'm, ba- I'm about to be finished uh, book three. Um, so that's been really nice to have something to kind of like get up in the morning and I'm doing this. I'm working at this. Um, and I've got bits and pieces and um, that I've been working on and um, something like really large coming in October. So, but I think maybe I've, about five days. I, I worked today, but for the last five days I hadn't worked, and that's just not good for my mental health. Mm. Mm. So yeah, so yeah, so, so yeah, so, so some, nothing, nothing positive has come from COVID, as far as that kind of thing goes, as far as my work goes. But I've been so far, I've been able to weather the storm. I don't know how long it will last for, but that's the. Um, yeah, that's the hope that I will. And with with those books, is it particularly different to illustrating, you know, a cover for the Simpsons comic or a cover for Rick and Morty? Mm. Um, yeah, so, um, so, uh, so I did get yeah, a cover for Rick and Morty. All the Simpsons ones were into, uh, like, uh, pages, okay. comic pages. Um, so illustrating, I have to say, is probably easier than so illustrating like yes there's a, like a huge amount of work work again like 240 pages there's multiple like sometimes there's a number of illustrations per page so it's a lot of work but it's i don't know it's not the same as doing a, a comic page when you might be doing say six panels that i i think people don't realize how much drawing is involved in actual comics because you need to um um, you, you, you think about like all these aspects of storytelling and paneling and where the text balloons are going to go and this establishing shot and you know all there's all this stuff going on in your head that you can kind of not have to think about too much when it comes to illustration. That the straight illustration, if you know what I mean, it's not you know, it's still heaps of work. It's exhausting, but it's not quite as challenging. So, can I talk about? Can I tell you what I'm freaking out about? Please do. Okay, so uh, no, no, I haven't told anyone this yet. So, 
and I'm not sure if I'm not allowed to say like no one said I'm not I'm, that I'm not allowed to talk about it, but um, I haven't said anything so far because I think you know sometimes if you, you know I'm worried if I talk about it like and then I screw it up, then I'm going to look really foolish. But so so mm-hmm. he goes anyway. So I've been offered a um, so it's a graphic novel mm-hmm. that starts in October. And it's the second book of it's called Riverdale Diaries. So you know, so the Archie characters. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like 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 the Archie characters, like they're in primary school kind of thing. So it's it's really sweet. There's a, a one num the first one came up, and now they were after a different artist for the second one because they. Didn't want to do it, I believe. So, um, so yeah, I've scored that. Um, but I need to get it done by that's in October. It starts in October and it needs to be done by April. And it's something like one hundred and twenty something pages of comics, and I am freaking out. The so um, you know so it's just that I don't know. It's um, so I'm shit scared about it because I just I want to do a good job and I just don't want to screw it up. It's a different style that I'm used to drawing, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of malleable when it comes to styles to a point. But so yeah, it's all that's on my mind at the moment. To be honest, I'm so so fingers crossed on Squirrel. I mean, I'm sure you won't, but that is pretty exciting, and you know, yeah, it's really it's really yeah. big, it's really huge. So it's you know, it's such iconic characters to work on. I love working on those kind of known characters and through book publisher, and this is the kind of work that I want to do. In fact, I'd argue probably these kind of, you know, large sort of graphic novels for young people mm. are in some ways the future of comics. You know, the you know the so far like those specialist shops have kind of aimed at, you know, the sort of superhero kind of fans, mm. and they're all getting older. They're like, you know, the the guys who are you know who would go in and get their standing order of floppies. Um, that's not re- really where the new market is. I think the new market is, you know, the young people who want to read graphic novels. Yeah, and obviously with the with the Riverdale characters, they're they're so popular and have been around for so long. And there's the the TV show now as well that yeah, on for a few yeah. years. So you've got such a huge sort of market there to tap into, and I'm sure that mm. yeah, it's going to be really exciting. I'll have to have to have yeah. a look at one when it comes out yeah. next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, hopefully we'll be done. It's <laughs> good up. So. I uh, look. You've got, so yeah, so that's me. Yeah, you got a little bit of a little bit of time between October and, and April, as you know, some days. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, and I, I actually do have another book to illustrate between then too. So yeah, we'll see how I go. So if I'm not, if you like, you know, if you're talking to me and I'm not drawing, then like, you know, tell me to uh, pull the finger out because I really need to be on it. Well, at least you haven't got uh, <laughs> conventions to distract you now. Well, exactly. You're exactly right. This is the time to do it, isn't it? Like, mm. you know, sometimes, you know, there's no way I could do it if there were lots of conventions coming up. So this is a perfect timing to sort of launch into it. So, yeah, so that's me. So this is the kind of, st- this is the kind of stuff that I, you know, I, I want to work on. So it all ticks all these boxes for me. That's that's great, and it's always nice when a project comes along that you actually you know want and feel passionate about, and it does tick those boxes because that just makes it so much more fulfilling. Uh, yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, I just think I just need to get over my anxiety and 
kind of, I don't know, feel, uh, I don't trust myself that I can do it. I don't know. Does that anxiety from, you know, for a big project ever go away? I, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. No, no. There's um, the, someone like, well, the guy posted, I'm not blanking on his name, but he sort of created a Savage Drag and then he was like, just posted just the other day about, it doesn't get any easier. Like, you, you know, in theory, you think it, it, it does that as, as comic creators or actually as anyone in, at all. Hmm. Like, you kind of think, oh, the, the, you know, look, I've done this a hundred times, you know, I shouldn't be getting so nervous about this aspect or this, but, um, yeah, I still do. Um, and I think maybe because I'm just aware of my shortcomings, you know, I know that, you know, oh, shit, there's some things in this that I can't, you know, maybe I could like fluff around, skirt the edges of my, you know, um, like, you know, my perspective is pretty off or, but in this context, I have to be on it. So I just kind of need to bring my aim, a game, but be fast at the same time, which is a pain. Yeah. But as much as it doesn't get any easier, you do get better over time, which I think sort of mm. takes some of that pressure off. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I do look back and, um, I don't hate my work as much now as I, as I used to. <laughs> um, so, and I, so I kind of think, yeah, I am getting better. Um, and, um, but it's still there. It's, mm. as you will know as well, you're a creative person, you kind of have this benchmark that you're kind of aiming for and having to deal with the frustration of never quite meeting that mm. expectation, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, we, yeah, we improve over time. That's the hope at least anyway. <laughs> yeah. You, you hope so. Fingers crossed. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah it'd be bad if you go like that. But then uh, <laughs> I have to say, then on some days you go, geez, I can't draw a circle. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know, they, <laughs> come on, come on, Dean, come on, man. <laughs> Get with it. You can do this. You can hold the pencil, right? Surely. <laughs> oh, I don't envy that. I had to handwrite something the other day, and it's been so damn long since I've held a pencil. Yeah. That I went, oh, how does this work again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, yeah, it's funny. I don't, yeah, think, I don't know. Some people, it's all that they think it's just like something that magically happens, or even other artists, I think, in, say, say like going back to the conventions, mm-hmm. for instance. And like, yeah. I have to, like, you, you, if you're sitting at a convention, like, so at conventions, as you would know, I, I draw people like they're a Simpsons character. So you've got the person there, you might have people watching, um, you're hungover, um, <laughs> and, uh, and, like, and all the time, it's like, I don't know, for, like, hours, I'm hunched over this table, and oh, my God, please don't screw this up, because I just don't have that other chance to do that. And I think... Um, I'm I'm in a very good position when it comes to conventions here in Australia because like I get to be um, you know a guest which has all these really nice perks for it and I think other people would like to be guests too um, but at the same time it's not easy like to you know I was talking about our sort of circus tricks or you know being carny folk and doing our thing um, it's to be able to sit there and you know draw in that kind of context is a really hard thing to do that, you know, it's all, everything is against you. You know, there's people knocking the table, there's no lighting, you can't see what you're doing. And, you know, so it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a thing. Mm. You know, I think, uh, one of the most difficult things about conventions, 
uh, in, in Australia is, is uh, on, on an early Sunday morning trying to get you into a taxi. <laughs> didn't, didn't you have to help me get up the elevator? In the elevator that was, in yeah, Brisbane that was in Perth. Perth. Ta- the taxi oh, was, was Brisbane <laughs> and the elevator was Perth. <laughs> yes, yes. It's not good. It's not good. And then on the Sunday, like, I'm going, oh, my God, I'm so hungry. Like, by, by 3 o'clock, mm-hmm. I can't feel the left side of my body. I think, oh, my God, why on earth did I do that? Because <laughs> um, it was an open <laughs> bar. Because <laughs> it was an open bar. Open bar. So, but it's like, it's, now, I don't want to excuse my alcohol use, right? This is not an excuse. Because <laughs> I don't need an excuse, as you know. But I do, like, at conventions, I think it's because... I'm anxious, and because I'm on, on on a large, large level, I'm an introvert. Mm. But I'm so wound up, um, and particularly like so, like I'm, you know, I'm in different, you know, I'm a different state. I'm, I'm I'm drawing. I don't want to screw up. I I'm trying to not be cool, but I'm trying to. For me, like words don't come easy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to look foolish. Uh, well, unless I'm, you know, it's on purpose, but I don't want to. You know, I want to be able to feel connected to people. Um, like people are asking me stuff while I'm trying. You know, I'm drawing, and and so this for this kind of it's almost like sitting on a under a faulty fluorescent globe. I'm just peeking by the end of that because I think that this like the level of concentration. That that I feel required of me to mm. do what I'm doing, and to have a drink after that is it, it's so I, I just feel like it soothes my soul, you know, that I, I kind of like need it to in some ways need it that's really bad to um to sort of decompress. That because, does make sense, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I like you know so uh, so to to a point I'm, I'm paying to a point I'm self medicating, and none of that is healthy. I don't want to you know give the impression. I don't want to glamorize it but, at all. But you know, there's there's to a point there's method in my madness. Oh, there definitely is, and I just remember that one bar in the Gold Coast, that like little dive bar we found one year, like oh, down that, that really alleyway. weird tiki bar yeah, where the, the, the weird tiki bar. The, that yeah, was... that was the, that was the weirdest, and the drinks tasted really weird. We were drinking petrol that night, I'm sure of it. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that was. Yeah, and the um, there was this really buff um girl at the bar who was like like arm wrestling guys. Mm. I, I didn't do it, but yeah, she she ripped my arm off, I think. But yeah, so, yeah, I, I forgot about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a place. That, was that must have been one of our first tours together, wasn't it? I think it was, that was our first tour, yeah. That was our first weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it's a thing. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, we've done, we've easily done 15 to 25 panels together at this point, I think, as well. I think so, yeah. I, I, and I don't think that's a, um exaggeration. Mm. I think that, we, you know, you, you, start to, you start to break it down. And... Um, um, and, and and we've had some shockers, but we've we've tried. This is the, I think that I I think for both of us, when it comes to panels, that we have faith in each other, that we're going to do the best we can. Yeah. And because I I know like you know we've we've had I'm not going to say names, but we've had some shockers on the panels uh, up there with me as well, mm-hmm. and. You kind of we have this understanding where we're both trying to get it back, you know, this panel back on track. We we we're, we're at least trying to make it entertaining for the, you know, 
punters who are there. So yeah, yeah it's been it's been good. It has, it has. Now look, yeah, yeah. I um, I, I, I will let you go in a minute, but just before we end up, where can our listeners find you and your work on the internet? Mm, mm. So I, I'm on Facebook. Um, and I, I'm basically just sharing cat videos. Um, I, am I, I am on DeviantArt and I am on Instagram a little bit. I, I, I deleted my, uh, my Twitter account the other day because I'm done with Twitter. Hate Twitter. Hate it. Um, so and I thought, you know, if, it's, if, that's, if that's the thing that you know, ends my career not being on Twitter, I'll gladly express it. The, um, so, look. You know, that's kind of it. But if you Google Dean Rankin, R-A-N-K-I-N-E, my work comes up. And if there's anything, you know, people are interested in, yeah, I encourage them to check it out. Wonderful. I definitely encourage them to check it out too. Dean, thank you so much for your time today. And I do really hope that we can see each other face-to-face at some point in the not-too-distant <laughs> future. Sometime. <laughs> I'm hopeful for 2021. But um, it, was, it was lovely chatting and always nice to catch up. That was the lovely Dean Rankin. Uh, I've had so many good times with that man. He is a true, true delight. Now, that is it for today's show. Uh, as always, you can follow me on social media, Benjamin McKay, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the usual ones. Uh, if you're in a heavily COVID-affected city, please stay safe, stay well. We all want to get through this together. Uh, nothing quite unites the world like a global pandemic, and we can all do our part by following government restrictions. It's how we get through this. Well, until next time, I've been your host. See you soon.